You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Welcome. I hope you're having a wonderful day. You are listening to Provisions and Libations, and I am your host, Robin Bogue, on the Mission Matters Podcast Network. Today's topping is Thanksgiving Day leftovers, and what do you do with them? They are everyone's favorite leftovers for all year until they have overindulged and hit the food coma stage of the Thanksgiving Day weekend. The classic go-to American style leftover would be a turkey slider or a turkey sandwich. Using turkey, cranberry, and brie, And you can serve that sandwich or slider, hot or cold. You can use a ciabatta bun, sourdough bread, or even a whole grain bread. It just depends on what you have in your pantry. Next, leftover gravy. Repurpose that gravy using a chocolate fountain and make a gravy fountain instead. Dip chunks of turkey or twice fried green beans or stuffing balls into the gravy as it's pouring over the fountain. What a fun way to use the gravy in a different way. Twice fried green beans are easy to make. I would take the casserole leftover, possibly rinse the green beans to remove any of the casserole flavors that make it more of a moist green bean, and then put it in a skillet or a saute pan with butter or olive oil and fry the green bean until it's more hard, crunchy, crispy, and able to be used as a finger food rather than being served in a casserole with a fork. Next, we have the turkey. A new twist would be an enchilada with turkeys or turkey enchiladas. You could use a cream of mushroom soup mixed with the red enchilada sauce, to make it more of a gringo style rather than the traditional Mexican style. You could blend two cheeses like a jack and cheddar or even a pepper jack and cheddar or anything that you have left over from an appetizer tray from Thanksgiving day and then add Ortega chilies. You can use chilies that are already diced or you can buy them whole and use them whole where you just make strips of the chili. So then that way when you make the enchilada, it is really easy. The cheese does not have to be grated. It could be in chunks. These are supposed to be super easy, friendly, gringo style. I would just leave it all chunked up and wrap it up in the tortilla and then bake for 30 minutes. It is delicious. We do this every year in my house. Next, the stuffing. You can make a croquette with all the leftover items. You could use the cheese. You could use the vegetables from a vegetable platter and the stuffing. You could even use turkey. You chop everything into tiny pieces. And with the addition of butter or olive oil, you would form a ball to bake. If you can't get the mix to go into a ball, then you could do a stuffing croquette where it is formed into a muffin pan and then bake. I would bake at 350 for possibly 15 to 20 minutes. And then with your leftover deviled eggs, do you save them or do you throw them out? We save them in our house. You could add a teaspoon of sturgeon caviar or a green olive 
That green olive could be sliced or it could be whole. The brine from the olive juice blended with the deviled egg is delicious. And then last but not least, the turkey carcass. What do you do with it? Do you just throw it away and make it disappear because it seems so daunting? Or do you keep it simple and just throw it in a stock pot and boil it off for soup? That's what we do. After you boil the soup, I would strain it as you're going to get pieces that you don't want to use in your soup in there. And I would reserve part of the stock to blend in with the final version of the soup. After boiling, I remove all of the unsavory pieces and then I saute vegetables in a saute pan. And those could be your vegetables left over from a vegetable tray, like carrot, celery. You could grab an onion, shallot, anything to add that extra flavor. And then in a second pot, you would add the reserved stock from the turkey boiling. And then some water. You could also add some white wine. And then you get that all hot and boiling again. And then you can add in some noodles. I would just use whatever type of noodles that you have in your pantry. It could be a egg noodle or it could be a spiral noodle, a bow tie noodle, whatever you have. It all works. Okay, so switching from the food to the drink, this segment is called I'll Drink to That. And let's talk about what wines and what beers would you serve during your Thanksgiving Day dinner. According to Food Network, Pinot Noir is the classic wine to serve for Thanksgiving Day. In my house, our classic wine is Grenache. And we love a Grenache due to its great acidity and well-balanced with a little bit of smokiness that handles the turkey and the gravy. It's a great pairing. And then the dessert wines or a wine for dessert. What do you use for your pies? And what pie do you serve? What is your favorite pie? Email me, robin at eatdrinkandbemerry.online and let me know. I'm doing a poll. Do you serve apple, pumpkin, or pecan? So let's get down to the pairings. For the appetizers during your Thanksgiving Day feast, a great wine to serve for that would be a Riesling. It has great acidity with low alcohol, making it a perfect match. Of course, you could do the Pinot Noir, the Grenache for dinner, but then if you're serving a apple pie, you could serve a Sauternes, and then for the beer, you could serve a porter or a stout. For a pumpkin pie, you could serve a late harvest gorse demeanor, or you could serve an oatmeal stout or a spiced beer to pair very well with your pumpkin pie. Or do you serve a pecan pie? The number one pairing for that is a Vinsanto. That is a digestive in Italy, also known as a meditation wine. And that means you sip it slowly. With all of the flavors that you find in that, it pairs very well with the nuttiness of the pecan and then blends well with the sugar from the mix of the pie because the pecan pie is pretty much sugar, butter, and nuts. Club Bubbly, located in San Luis Obispo, recommends a Riesling, a Werther Windish, to go with your Thanksgiving Day feast. So in my house this year, we are serving Grenache. And my Grenache of choice this year is a 2017 Barbieri Dramas Grenache from the Central Coast of California. The maker is Barbieri Wines, and they are located in Los Olivos, California. It is 100% Grenache from the Colson Canyon in Santa Maria, and it was 
aged in neutral oak. The flavors are traditional tart red fruit with savory notes of dried herbs, white pepper, and cranberry. The aromatics are cranberries and cardamom. It is my go-to wine for this year. Okay, so now that Thanksgiving is over and all of your pumpkins that you've had on display will be replaced with Christmas decor, are you going to throw those pumpkins away? What do you do with them? Do you donate them to a local organization that has a pumpkin chunking chucking contest? And it's a competition to see how far your pumpkin can fly through the air like a slingshot. Those are always fun to attend. Do you feed them the cattle or any type of animal that's outdoors that can just graze on them? Or do you cut them in half? and pull the seeds out, washing them to bake them to make pumpkin seeds. Well, that is what I do. I love to make pumpkin seeds. The kids love to have them and they're great to have on hand. I do have a recipe for those who have never thought to do that. Toasted pumpkin seeds are really easy. You just cut open the pumpkin, you scoop out all of the seeds. There will be pulp and you just wash it and rinse it until they come clean. You can even cook a tiny bit of pulp when you're baking the seeds. It's not that big of a deal. And then once it's dried from the baking, you could just pick it out and throw it away and only save the seeds. To make the seasoning for the seeds before you bake, add three tablespoons of butter and one quarter teaspoon of salt. And then you lay them evenly on a baking sheet and bake for one hour at 300 degrees. And then you to you bake them until they are toasted lightly brown. If you wanted to add a different flavor or if you wanted to make different styles, your Thanksgiving flavors and your number one herb used is sage. It has velvety leaves with a spicy aromatic and flavor. Or you could use thyme, parsley, rosemary, chives, nutmeg, or cloves. Those are all traditional Thanksgiving flavors that you find during the holidays. If you enjoyed today's episode, please follow Provisions and Libations wherever you listen to podcasts. I will be back in two weeks with an all new episode featuring Christmas meals, drinks, food items, appetizers, and the New Year's Eve food and drink specials. I am your host, Robin Bogue. You can learn more about me on my website, eatdrinkandbenary.online, my LinkedIn profile, Robin Bogue. I look forward to entertaining you and informing you and enlightening you with the perfect accommodations for connoisseurs of provisions and libations with an Epicurean flair. But first, let's eat and drink. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.